Are you struggling with bloating, gas, constipation, and fatigue, but don't know what's causing these problems? The Gut Health Reset Podcast with Dr. Anne-Marie Barter dives deep into the root causes behind these issues that start in the gut. This podcast will give you the knowledge you need to heal your gut and reset your health. Hey guys, Dr. Anne-Marie Barter here. I've had a lot of questions if we are quitting the Fearless Health Podcast, but we are not. What we're doing instead is we are rebranding. We are rebranding from the Fearless Health Podcast to the Gut Health Reset Podcast. We're super excited because the new content is incredible. We've decided to do this because we believe a lot of things come back to the gut. We'll now be able to talk about the gut and how your health can be dictated by what's going on in the gut. I've had a couple of concerns like, hey, but we love your episode about hormones and what about perimenopause? Well, guess what? We can also tie that back to the gut as well, and we will be doing episodes on that. Not only hormones, but we can tie back brain fog, fatigue, anxiety, depression, and so many other health concerns. We think you're going to love the new episodes. I've recorded about 15 episodes thus far, and they are amazing. We have top-selling authors and top experts in their field that are coming on to give you amazing information to improve your life from the inside out. We're also bringing back popular guests that we've previously had on the Fearless Health Podcast. We will also address questions that have been emailed and sent over to us on socials. An example is how to get rid of bloat that you might be experiencing, or maybe those pesky allergies or pesky hormonal issues. Don't miss an episode on the Gut Health Reset because we had you in mind when we created the Gut Health Reset. Very passionate about this topic. Gut health is one of the most important areas of the body to get functioning correctly because gut health is like a cornerstone for total health. It can wreak total havoc on the rest of the system if it isn't functioning well. The gut can create issues in the adrenal system and the brain-gut connection with anxiety, depression, hormones, and make your life miserable with bloating and constipation. The list just goes on and on. And why I really want to talk about this is almost every patient that comes in to see me in my office gets a stool test because they have symptoms that indicate a gut issue, even if they don't outright think they have a gut issue. But I can see symptoms that are indicating that in fact, they do have something going on in their gut. I also suffered and struggled with this as well. I was bloated and constipated a lot, and it didn't matter how strict my diet was. I always felt like something was wrong with my bowels. Friends were able to wear crop tops and eat right before they put them on. I was unable to eat for hours before wearing any of my dance outfits if I wanted my body to look good in the revealing outfits. This perpetuated a bad relationship with food. And I'm going to take a couple steps back and tell you my story. I remember struggling with severe period cramps and acne as a young girl. I went to my primary care and she ran labs. She gave me the dreaded answer that I'm sure you've all heard. You are normal. Here's some topical cream for your face. I asked why this one. She said, my neighbor is a pharmaceutical sales rep and she sells it. If it doesn't work for you, come back. We'll do birth control. And if that fails, we can discuss Accutane. Well, this will come as no surprise that the topical cream didn't work. Why, you might ask? Well, I think it's pretty clear that my problems were actually internal that were causing the acne. 
The MD also said, if you get severe period cramps, you might just have to live with it. I thought, well, what a bummer. It sounds like it's birth control or bust. And my mom wasn't too keen on letting me go on birth control or Accutane. So at the time I received the message that this is just the way things are. And I think that a lot of that, a lot of us really receive this message in health quite a bit. Fast forward about two years, my hormone cramps were getting substantially worse. I woke up one day and it was hard for me to stand up straight. And I walked down the hallway like a hunchback. I went into my mom's room and asked if I could stay home from school for the day. I was unable to eat. I was nauseated and the pain was at about an eight versus a six or seven out of 10 that I normally experience. She stopped what she was doing. And in our family, we prioritize work or school. We weren't really able to have excuses unless they were severe. She asked, can you even stand up straight? I said, no. Much to my surprise, she called into work and rushed me in to see a different doctor. We got to the other doctor's office and he palpated my abdomen region and said, hey, you need to go to the ER ASAP. We need imaging now. Much to my surprise, I was immediately taken into emergency surgery. My appendix was actually exploding. I had confused period cramps because you just kind of soldier on as a woman, you know, with my appendix exploding. I came out of surgery and the surgery was a success. They're telling me how healthy I am because I have great blood pressure and great vitals. No one ever talked to me about how it happened and how I should proceed in the future. I didn't really feel like I was healthy getting organs removed, but I knew something was wrong, but I didn't have any of the tools to fix it, which was so frustrating. Then the sulfur smelling burps started. This was so embarrassing because when I burped, it would smell like a gross egg smell. It's not super great for your social life. They were so foul that they would make me want to throw up when I would do it. And I was so self-conscious about being around people when it would happen. I couldn't eat um, and it would happen after I would eat. So a lot of times I would choose to eat carb heavy foods so that it wouldn't happen. Between being a competitive dancer, not feeling well, constantly being in the, on stage in like revealing spandex outfits, being bloated, burping up sulfur smells, and not being able to be a weight that I thought was perfect. I started over-exercising and borderline slipped into an eating disorder. My motto was eat less, exercise more. Most days I would go to school until two. I would start exercising at 2 p.m., track or cross country, depending on the season, soccer. Then I would head to the gym and then I would dance for two to three hours at night. I would technically work out pretty hard for six, between six to eight hours per day. Since I would feel terrible, I would barely eat anything because of the burping during the day. And at night I would binge eat on carbs after having virtually nothing on day, all day. It would just make me so sick with the burping and eventually the sulfur taste from the burps would make me throw up. I'm sure you know exactly what I'm discussing when you get sick. It mortified me that I, I, I just didn't even tell anybody. I would try to disappear when I felt the sulfur burp coming up, but the extreme exercise and the carb heavy diet and, and very little calories lasted about a year. I felt like a weakness that I couldn't help ask for help because I wasn't perfect. Um, but it was so challenging to maintain the exercise and low, low calorie diet. Fast forward a year and I went off to college. Um, the dorm I moved into was run down. 
It was a dorm for honor students. We really didn't get great accommodations compared to the rest of campus, and I started eating a dairy-heavy diet in the food program. We were required to live on campus for the first two years. My health started just going downhill fast. At the time, I joined the Greek system, and I was in the honors program. My GPA had to stay above a 3.6 on a 4.0 scale, so I had a ton of commitments and a ton of things demanding my time. When finals hit, I felt overwhelmed with commitments and the pressure with grades. My body started breaking out into hives, and I'd never experienced anything like that. I just thought I was sick. Um, I just thought I was sick or getting under the weather. I didn't really know what was causing them. The hives started to spread all over my body until I was walking into finals with hoodies, trying to cover up every part of my body because the hives were all like on my face and in my neck. And I started to really resemble a creature from Star Wars. As embarrassing as my appearance was, I just felt so miserable from the constant itching. I just continued to soldier on and take my finals. I dosed up on Benadryl and tried to stay awake long enough to take my tests. I would sleep in between finals because of the drowsiness from Benadryl. Finally, the hives hit ahead and the hives that were all over my body and on my face started to swell up in my throat. I started to feel like I was having a harder time breathing. I broke down one evening at like 9.30 p.m. and went to the ER. They treated me that night and sent me home. Night after night, the, sh- the, the ER would give me relief and the hives would show back up. And this lasted for about seven days. I kept on getting progressively sicker and sicker. Um, it was so hard to focus, but I still pulled a 4.0. On the seventh night of going to the ER, the doctor was tired of seeing me. Um, he didn't do what they had done in the past. He gave me something oral to take and sent me home. That night, the breathing really started to become labored um, when I was asleep. My roommate heard me and she carried me to her car and took me to the hospital. The hives had really started swelling up in my throat, restricting my breathing. I was in and out of consciousness that night. My parents showed up the next day because of such bad shape I was in and um, they drove me home. Um, And what we found out was Living on campus and having to have the food hall, um, my condition worsened. And so when we removed me from that situation, my condition improved. The living situation was substandard. Mold was all over the dorm. And clearly I found out that I am very allergic to mold as well as I have an egg allergy. And I ate eggs every single day on campus. It was a combo of a perfect storm. And then you add a dose of stress and wham, bam, I'm sick as a dog. My health improved when I moved out and I never had a scary situation like that again, but then I really started to struggle with IBS and being constipated. I sought natural care, which was actually helpful, um, but I was always bloated and constipated. I ate so healthy. I would drive an hour to go to the grocery store to get organic foods. I would cook all my own foods. I didn't eat at fast food restaurants. And I had a strict diet of gluten-free, dairy-free, and almost no grains at all in the low-fat era. It helped my stomach, but I was still constipated and bloated. Um, I did what I could to manage the symptoms. I really love sushi. And one night I ate sushi at a cheap sushi place and got really sick. The bloating was killing me. 
I alternated between loose stools and constipation called IBS mixed. The cramping and pressure was insane. I couldn't make it through a 45 minute class without having to go use the restroom. I had actually picked up a parasitic infection from bad sushi, not really uncommon. Some of the alternative doctors I was seeing were able to help this situation, but unfortunately the die-off was extreme and it took a long time to fully get rid of the parasitic infection. My college days were riddled with coffee enemas because my stomach hurt so bad and I never really got relief. Natural and alternative medicine was the first time I was able to start to get some relief. My symptoms improved slowly, Slight improvements here and slight improvements there, but honestly, that was fine with me because I'd been blown off everywhere else. I worked really hard through college. I, I focused on my academics and it was a busy life. Um, and if you know me, you know that I really like to stay busy. So I had just really struggled with eating disorders, with anxiety and depression, and the work on getting healthy was relentless. No matter how skinny I was, I never felt good about myself because my stomach hurt. I went on like this um, for years to be exact. Strict diets, regimens of supplements, colonics, coffee enemas. I was able to maintain a status quo, but I never really experienced freedom from the IBS with constipation. Finally, I started to suspect my teeth. I went to a holistic dentist who did a cone beam scan and found an infection in my jaw called a cavitation. These infections are riddled with bacteria and can cause gut issues because you're constantly swallowing that bacteria down into your gut. I was finally able to start a treatment and guess what? My gut problems started to improve. Then PCR stool testing became more popular and came on the market and I was able to see exactly what was going on in my gut. For me at that point, it was low, good bacteria. I had some bacteria from the dental infection and a leaky gut. Things are always changing in your gut. So if I ran that in a year, it would be very different. But I finally have relief from the IBS symptoms. From this podcast, I want you to be armed with knowledge so you can make the best decision for you moving forward. We're going to talk about everything that could be causing your gut issues. We're going to dive deep and we're going to arm you with the tools that you need to figure out what is going on with your health. Thank you for listening to the Gut Health Reset Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a rating and a review so more people can hear about the podcast. And hey, take a screenshot of this episode and tag Dr. Anne Marie on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Anne Marie Barter. And for more resources, just visit DrAnneMarieBarter.com.